You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them, we're they. We are the brothers. Yo, DJ, You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. And you know this, man? Yeah, sir. Are we rolling? We rolling, man. Hey, what's up, I everybody? Just threw a peanut at soldier. He didn't even know it. <laughs> Adrian in the head and everything. <laughs> threw a peanut at me, yeah, man. Yeah, Adrian in the head and everything. My God, my you God. Feel it, bro. My God. So the Holy Spirit convicted you. Hi, shy. <laughs> <laughs> new week, new week, new week, baby. We miss y'all last it's week. It's Saturday. Yeah, I always man. like to tell y'all that. Yeah, yeah new week. Uh, we missed y'all last week. We were kind of busy, you know, individually, so we weren't able to record last week. Uh, so we back in this thing, you know. Could it be we stayed away too long? <laughs> <laughs> Did we leave your mind when we was gone? <laughs> Did you miss me? Uh, we miss y'all, man. I love doing these, man. Me too. I hate when we can't do them. Uh, it's not quite the same like for the week, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? it's different. You ain't got it out there like we're supposed to. Exactly. So it's definitely a blessing to be back with the brothers. What's up? We got a chance to kind of hang out, you know. what I mean, before we even hit recorded. Um, so that was kind of a, a blessing too, because we didn't get a chance to really kick it last week, right? Yeah. yeah. And then this week's been nuts. Yeah. Church, man. Planters. Every day. Yeah. It's been great, though, man. Uh, Balanced Believer Conference that I always still call General Meeting. I will always know it as General Meeting. General right. Meeting. But, uh, <laughs> been good, man. Wednesday, we popped off with, you know, Prophet Brian Carn. Carn, you know. Man. Definitely a, uh, awesome man of God. Yeah. Another level of preaching that, you know, we always have good preaching at our church, but that was a blessing. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day, uh, J.R. Butler. J.R. Butler. There's a family friend. Yeah, I seen him at Pluggers last night at the church. <laughs> at Pluggers? <laughs> hey, y'all went to Pluggers last night? Yeah. He was still yeah. hungry, huh? Yeah, he was still hungry. Yeah. <laughs> that joker got the heart. Hey, he shakes your hand and, like, throws his shoulder in your hard. mouth. Like, yeah. like you shake his hand soft, bro, you pretty much going to feel yeah. the You feel the shame. Feel the pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I've learned with him, man. I shake my hand and I have that shoulder ready. Yeah. And yeah. last night, Pastor Paul Cheetah, man. Yeah. Awesome. Always a great, great awesome, uh, man. Great to hear him, man. From the DFW area And it continues tonight man Yeah so We'll see what We got in store tonight I don't really know Who's coming for tonight But hey We gonna see Shout out to Soldier for coming out last night. Soldier came to our church. Hallelujah. Came out, supported, man. Sat next to me and the wife last night. It was a blessing, though, because I got there a little late because I got off work super late. And uh, the ushers kind of let me in. I was like, oh, look at this. Big brother and sister. (laughs) Sit right on the end with a seat open for your boy. Look at him back there, man. I said, I feel God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it? I've been noticing a lot of preachers doing the yeet these days. The yeet. Tell you, man. Preachers had a thing too, bro. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of preachers go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, man, but everybody had a good week. Good weeks, everybody. Good week. Good week. Cool. It was long week. week. Yeah, it was long it week. Was, yeah. Hey, it's always like when you, because you know, I was off a lot last week for training, then going to Alabama. Like you come back and it's so much work. Yeah, but I miss my kids, man. So. Oh, hey, did uh, did old boy take his report card home? <laughs> he finally brought that report card back, bro. So he been doing good this week. Then one of my favorite students moved away, man. She oh, really? Broke my heart, oh, man. man. Yeah, but it was cool. She had to be with her mom, so I guess she was staying with a relative. So oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I wrote her a nice letter, gave her our little confession we do every day. 
My mom was like Super grateful I was her teacher For this time So oh, okay. Confession Awesome Yeah we do like a um, Confession every day As a class Oh okay oh. Yeah. Can you gonna give us A little insight What, is, what does it say Yeah um Like repentance No no Nah forgive me We just kinda confess our day man It really I'm just gets the day going You know we just kinda Like we say it's a great day to learn You know what I'm saying well, We'll learn something new today It kinda just ends with You know no matter how hard things get We won't give up And greatness is in me So it's a long little thing It's not too long But it's too long That's dope Did you right come now. up with that Or yeah, something Yeah I made my own man Okay We do it cool. every day I actually got it on video Oh that's pretty awesome That's man. really awesome Brandon did not know that See look at that First year Making an impact Changing lives I love my, I love my little kids man They bad sometimes But I love them What's up that's amazing, bro. So, yeah, so, young black man making a difference. Yes, sir. You know? Oh, positivity. Shout out to it was kind of interesting to see you play the drums at at, at, at your school. That was funny. At my school. Yeah. <laughs> he was jamming table that, drums. Yeah, table drums. He was jamming you gotta get to the day, place. man. They sit on my desk, and you know, I, I took my basketball hoop to school too. So, I've been there shooting sometimes. You be scooping them boys. Oh, that's dope. Ooh. So we're gonna get into uh some topics here. Topics. Um so let's uh start. I know uh kind of virally um these pictures have started to circulate as of yesterday. Um we're gonna talk about a little football. Um talk about kind of about talk about the Greg Hardy situation. Um most people know Greg Hardy is a defensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys as of right now. Uh, but the situation kind of started off last year as he was a Carolina Panther. Um, you know, he, I guess it was a domestic dis- dispute um, with his et- now ex-girlfriend. Um, and kind of everybody knew the story about him throwing her on the bed with the guns. The assault rifles. Uh, assault rifles, yeah. Um, you know, did, them getting into a squirmish or, you know, fight or whatever. Um, so he was released from, you know, suspended, released from the Carolina Panthers. Um and now, you know, after his suspension was up in the offseason, he signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but just as of yesterday, uh, Deadspin reported um, and finally released the pictures of the uh, of the assault victim, the girlfriend. Uh, Greg Hardy had a couple of pictures on there as well. You know, I guess he was showing what she did to him. Um but uh, let's kind of bust it up about this, uh, kind of see what you all think about it, and you know we'll kind of share our hearts with it. And we want to kind of come from this spin. Of course, we, uh, us three sitting in this room, will never advocate, um, you know, domestic violence in any type any of way, shape, form, or way. And that's male or female. You know, you no sir. You got to keep your hands to yourself if you don't want nobody to put their hands on you. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but we'll kind of bust it up from every aspect as far as far as um, him now playing in the game um, back in the NFL um, and then come from the standpoint of his case versus other cases um, as far as Ray Rice excuse me and even uh, Michael Vick's case um, because Michael Vick <laughs> you know it, it's it's still funny and I, I guess we'll kind of start there with the Michael Vick thing versus you know Greg Hardy and Ray Rice Michael Vick everybody knows his story you know the dog fighting which is still you know wrong you know, because, you know, animals, you know, people love their animals. Animal lives um, matter. <laughs> animal lives do matter. You know what I'm saying? But um, his case is one of the cases where it didn't harm a human. You know, it brought no no bodily damage to another human or anything like that. Um, but this man actually went to jail, lost millions upon millions of dollars. 
Um, and he actually went to jail for almost two years. Um, lost a lot of football time. Like you said, lost a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank God that he's made it back to a point where he can, you know, redeem that. And, you know, he's back in the NFL, you know, now as a backup. But still, you know, he's pretty much made it back. It's a, it's a great redemption story. Um, but let's kind of just talk about that. You know, his situation versus, like, these situations now with the Ray Rice thing and now Greg Hardy. Like, how is it? Is it different? I mean, I know it's different. I'm going to say it's different right off the bat. But, uh, you know, let's kind of bust it up and start right there. It's interesting, though, Rob, because I don't know how long or how much time passed by with the the dogfighting incidents and um, Vic getting arrested. I'm reading here with this article, Greg Hardy, it was a year and a half later before they even arrested him. Wow. From the initial incidents, like, that's a substantial amount of time to pass right. before any charges were filed or whatever. And um, let's just kind of be clear if we're going to compare and contrast. We know that Michael Vick was convicted. Um, I guess he was found guilty. Yeah. So he served his time. You know, he said almost two years inside the penitentiary. With Greg Hardy, he was... Um, uh, he was convicted of assault in a bench trial, but the charges were dismissed on appeal. And then, as it was reported yesterday, they reported yesterday they burned. And so, if you were to look at his record, it wouldn't nothing be there. It's, 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 it's squeaky clean. Nothing that ever really happened. We just know, based upon the celebrity of the events, what happened or what not. Right. Um, I think that, of course, you hit the nail on the head. It's a difference between human life and animal life. Mm-hmm. I think both are wrong in uh, their own respective places. Right. But I think that you can never compare a human life with animal life. I'm right. sorry, you just can't. Um, and while there was no loss of life with the Greg Hardy incidents, uh, if you're reading the report, it's like he definitely threatened the killer. And, mm-hmm. She even reported that, you know, she stated that, uh, kill me so I don't have to. Basically, like, she was ready to die. Like, she was ready to die. And for whatever reason, by the grace of God, he stopped the assault. Uh, I guess we say the alleged assault. (laughs) Um, Stopped the assault and let her go. But uh, I think the biggest difference is production. While Michael Vick was... Um, now, this was at the height of Michael Vick's career. Oh, he, he wasn't. He wasn't in a downward spiral. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, the Ray Rice. Ray Rice. The Ray Rice incident. So, actually, you know, take for instance. Let's go ahead and hold off on Vic for a second. Okay. Just because, like, it's not human. Okay. Let's go ahead and like compare and contrast against the Greg Hardy okay. and Ray Rice, just because it was two women that okay. was they were in relationship with, right. and it was assault, right? Okay. I guess the difference is production. And even though while Ray Rice, you know what I'm saying, was Super a champion. Super Bowl champion, uh, he's a he's a running back. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily at the peak of his career, but like still running backs. Yeah, he's still serviceable. Running backs are not necessarily as um, necessary yeah. or valued as like this defensive end. And not Greg Hardy's not only just a defensive end, he's like a Beast. top five defensive end. Maybe of all time, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, but in the league right now, in the league, <laughs> in the league right now, dude's pretty, pretty He's nice, in, man. But yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't say all time, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Already, so I mean, um, regardless of the incident, like, man, teams would definitely want to be with them, but introduce the incident. And now, um, I think the difference between Ray Rice and him is he's still not quite a pariah, so to speak, as far as 
no one wanting to sign him because obviously the Dallas Cowboys were ready and willing in an instant to scoop him up. They're even talking about extensions right now for the one-year deal. With Ray Rice, the team... He can't even get a tryout. I mean, at all. I mean, the team stuck by him right until that video was released. And then an hour later, dude's fired. There's their statements go out. CNN's doing coverage. And dude, dude's contrite. The woman that he assaulted is now his wife. Married so, after living. Exactly. Um, and dude's still not playing football. So what's the difference? Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm even sitting here wondering what message, you know, this Jerry Jones is he sending? Are we, do we take it as Jerry Jones is a man of grace and he, is he well, truly trying to give him a second chance? Or is Jerry Jones more concerned about winning? Of course he's concerned about winning. That's the message, Jerry, because Jerry Jones has put out a statement yeah. already, um, you know, saying that, you know, Greg has served his, you know, suspension and, you know, you know, hey, you know, he's done his quote unquote debt to society. You know, when somebody goes to jail, they say, hey, you got to pay for what you did. So Jerry said, you know, hey, you know, but we're giving him a second chance. We know the situation, you know, but now it's time for us to just move on in the organization. I guess, like you said, the reason I went there is because now when Ray, when that video went out with Ray Rice, every football fan in America, you know, acted, I don't want him on my team. For, for the most part, I won't say every. Mm-hmm. But, you know, man, you know, no big grown man should be putting, their, especially a football player, right. shouldn't be putting their hands on a woman. Now, he don't deserve to work. He don't deserve to be on the team. Right or wrong, that's what people felt like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what's the difference now? And especially for fans, you right. know, who would say, you know, a Cowboy fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, just to bring Vic back in for a minute, you know, you'll, you'll deem that this man should never have another opportunity again. Right. Or a Ray Wright should never have an opportunity again but now he's on your team right you know what I'm saying so America's like he's a, yeah and so I, like, I've yet to see a Cowboy fan saying I think it's despicable that my Cowboys right. have Greg ain't, Hardy ain't nobody uh, um, ain't nobody uh, not going to no games you know right. what I'm saying <laughs> they, they didn't have a, a Greg Hardy turning in your jersey ceremony right. we'll give you somebody else's jersey nobody, which they did uh, for Ray Rice burning right. season tickets right. you know burning you know what I'm saying ain't nobody doing that it's like I don't really see the difference, man. And I'm not even looking at the, um, the level of the bruises, you know. It's, it's production, though. It's like Greg Hardy can immediately do was The league gave him 10 games. It got appealed and went down to four. So the league came out hard pretty much against the whole domestic violence. That's a, 10 games is almost a full full season. You know what I'm saying? That but was Greg Hardy's? Greg, Greg Hardy, yeah. And so he got appealed, came down to four. He served his four. Now he's making like almost $600,000 a game check. He's one of the highest paid defensive ends, you know what I'm saying, in the league, or highest paid players, period, in the league. Um, and he's made an immediate impact for the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. you know? So, um, and Carolina, trust me, Carolina still wanted him, but it was a PR nightmare. Yeah, exactly. And so Carolina had to cut ties. I think if it hadn't turned into such a PR nightmare, shoot, Carolina would have been like, yeah, please come back, please come home. You know, um, I don't know, man. I just feel like at, at that point, when it's when it's found to be true, once they know that that person did it, like that's to me, that's flat out year extension. I don't care who you are. I hear you. Yeah. Now, the, the funny part about it is don't that pay. going back to to Vic, he's playing for the the Steelers now. Yep. And you got people who were ready to 
boycott Steelers football as soon as Vic got signed as a backup. There's but protesters that still come to every Steelers game. Exactly. Based upon what he did to those, well, n- not even what he did personally. He just organized the group. Yeah. Like, he personally didn't kill any dogs, but he organized and advocated and condoned dog those dog fighting and how they treated the animals. So, yeah, you was very culpable inside that um, conviction, right? But you got your own quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, right. who's been accused not once, but twice, <laughs> I believe, sexual of sexual assault. And there is no one I know who was ready to boycott the Steelers football nah. based upon Ben and what he was doing. You know what I'm so saying? What it is, it's getting scary, man, because what we talked about earlier, when we first got on, people are kind of like valuing animals' lives. Over human lives. Over man. human life. You know what I'm saying? Or those organizations are riding, you know, for maybe we need more organizations for, you know, battered women or men. You know, it happens both ways. Right. But maybe we need to, you know, raise more of a stink about it because Peter wasn't having it with Vic. Yeah. Like, if that dude didn't go to jail, he might have got assassinated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, there's people in Peter who still feel like Dude should not have another opportunity to play yeah. football. Exactly. Playing football is a privilege. He's clearly, you know, he's clearly done everything he can do. I've never seen a man so so contrite. Yeah. And, and how you he's truly sorry. Yeah. Bro, you know. Truly sorry and um, has not only paid his debt to society, but also just <laughs> been a a complete example of, yeah, of, of redemption. You know what I'm saying? Any other type yeah. Of way. So with that being said, so how do we feel about um Okay, because the NFL is their job. We can't take that away from them. This is how they make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's 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 kind of kick it down a level. So we work with people all the time. We may not necessarily know their background. So if, if, the, if the average Joe has a regular job and you know your office or your your place of business finds out that he gets in trouble. Yeah, Hardy works at Kinkos. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the pictures come out. The pictures are in the the the, the daily paper. Somehow, um, does he deserve? Does he automatically get kicked off his job and say, "Oh, you should never work again"? Legally, is that even legal? I don't know if it's legal. But I think in most cases, jobs will probably let him go. Well, I, I don't think it's legal, though. But I'm I saying, I, well, I, do, I do know Texas is at will. At will. It's an yeah, at will yeah. employer, so I'm They can find a reason to yeah, fire you. Yeah. you know, so. But. Mm. But I guess what they run into is like legal problems. If it, if it comes out that when they fired me because they found out I had something going on in my personal life, you know. How it's, do a, they, it's a sticky situation. Yeah, how do they fight it? You know? Well, I guess with the NFL, the way that they can possibly justify it is that with your status, you are harming the organization with our, our ability to make money. Or, so, Grindel, you know, you tripping on deflated footballs, you know, and things like that. Just put out a standard. I don't even know if there's a rule about that, but my thing is like, okay, if you're caught up in any domestic violence and it sounds out to be true, this is the standard, you know what I'm saying? They and have the that, rule book. but it's too late now because it came after. Well, I'm uh, saying they have that after after Rice, right? Right, but it came after. Greg Hardy incident? Yeah, uh, see, yeah exactly. where... it came after the Ray Rice incident as far as them trying to hone in on it and say, this is now the standard, but okay, what about those... All the years that it happened before then, it should have been a standard. It should have been a standard. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but back to my point. So, does your does your job or does your profession give you the right to never make a living again? 
once you get caught up in something like this? Do you have to go find a total new profession? When it comes to playing football, they always say. But but how is that different? Because well, football is a privilege. This though. is your sal- This is your job. Regardless, my my job could be called a privilege too because of the amount of money I make. Your job could do the same thing. I think that when you're making that amount of money and you're that much spotlight and you're. Uh, Given this level of opportunity, you have a different level of responsibility. I mean, it's the same thing with the president. I mean, if the president, take for instance, you you can have a different job. Say you a boss of, I don't know, you know, name your profession, whatever, and you are caught up in a scandal. You know what I'm saying? Adultery or whatever. Right. You cheat on your wife. They're not ready to to fire you for it. But with the presidency, they are. Based upon your level of commitment and responsibility that you have like we are expecting we're holding you to a a higher standard same thing with pastors you know what i'm saying like uh we're holding you as a pastor to a higher standard because yeah you're human yeah you make mistakes you have the you should have the right and the ability to make money to still much is given you know what i'm saying but it's just a requirement same thing with police officers same thing with firemen same thing with people in the army you have a level of responsibility like i went to jury duty last week and um they were talking about how um the different disqualifications quota, right? Yeah. And they were saying, like, if you have, uh, if you're an active duty military and you have pressing uh, training or pressing things at your job that you got to get done, as a judge, he said, I'm willing to dismiss you for that. And they was like, well, I know people will say that's unfair. I got pressing things at my job I got to get done. I got right. me I got to go to. He says, you're showing an unfair bias towards the military. He says, you're right. I am. Because I hold them to a higher standard and everything, yeah. and so yes, I'm I'm giving them an extra, you know, what I'm saying leeway when it comes to this one aspect, but the other aspect, I know in the military, you're caught up in adultery, you lose rank, you can lose your job, everything, mm-hmm. based upon that, because they hold you to a different, higher standard, and it's, it's the same thing with the NFL. I think that you're in a spotlight, you have the opportunity to make this amount of money to play a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're going to hold you to a higher standard just because the bottom line is going to be affected. Like your actions are going to affect my bottom line. It's going to affect my ability to make revenue. It's going to affect my ability to to, to sell tickets for TV deals, to sign players in the future. Because you can have a a number of players be like free agents, be like, you know what? I'm not going to play for you just because I don't want to play next to this guy on the team. Mm -hmm. That's a a big possibility. So it's going to affect you in so many different ways. Whereas someone who's working at Kinko's, unless you're affecting the ability to them to have business, yeah. okay, yeah, you may have assaulted your girlfriend, but the police found you not guilty, and through a court of law, we're just gonna just not make a fuss about it. Okay, it's necessarily right. I don't agree, but I think there's a different level of responsibility based upon your profession. So, does Jerry Jones now have a right to? Does should he release him now that the pictures are released? Heck just no. as just as the Ravens did with Ray Rice. Not at all. What, what's different about it? What's different about this situation and Ray Rice's situation? Because as soon as that video came out, like you said, within an hour, they fired Ray Rice, pretty much disassociated themselves from him in any type of way. Like I said, they had a rally to turn in jerseys. We'll give you a free jersey of any other player on our team. It's different for a, it's, diff- it's different for a couple reasons. Okay. With, with the Ray Rice situation is that they stuck by him from the jump and there was no type of video, video evidence at all. That so, we seen. Correct. And they claim when they talked to him and everything, it wasn't near as bad. So they was like, okay, we can 
manage this. You know what I'm saying? We can sweep it underneath the rug to a point that we can we can weather this storm. And with Ray Rice, it's like, okay, you're 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 serviceable, you're helping our team, but you're not pivotal. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not gonna be made or break off of our season based upon your appearance or not, right? With the Greg Hardy situation, it happened with a different team completely because the Panthers let him go. So it's kind of hard to compare and contrast because when Jerry Jones picked him up, he had already weathered the storm. He was already vilified, whatever, and a year and a half, some chains had went by, and he's just open on the market. And you know, as my defense, Jerry Jones is like, I want a ring. So it's my job as an owner to make my team in the best position available to be successful. So if me signing him for a year as a steal, I'm going to put my team in the best position to win, regardless. And we the Dallas Cowboys, we have enough clout in the league and enough money that we can weather this storm regardless. That's the difference with it. You can't, the market of the Baltimore Ravens and the Dallas Cowboys is night and day. Okay. Night and day as far yeah, as even the market. That's very true, but I'm just saying, should, should they? Based upon the situation, video release, pictures release, bruises... You know, we saw him knock her out. It's it's the same crime. And I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not saying because it's a different team that the the crime ain't the same. I'm saying the, the, pretty much the actions were the same. A man put his hands on a woman. Right. There's evidence with the pictures that he put his hands on. There was evidence with the Ray Rice situation. We actually seen the video. Him hit her, she hit the rail, boom, she's on the floor. What's the difference? How 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 should the Cowboys not be responsible for this and then the Ravens were on the hook for it? Like I said, it doesn't matter that he switched teams. It's the crime. We seen it. Now, you know, why why isn't it why is it why is that standard not the same? Earl? I don't know, man. I really don't. I mean, I'm putting myself in Jerry Jones' shoes. Me being who I am and my standards and like what I stand for, the dude wouldn't be on my team. Well, the funny part, his daughter is like the the president of the yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was it, like domestic violence organization, right. whatever. So it's a whole lot of compromise. Yeah, and, don't, and don't get me wrong, man. You know, I, I'm a man that believes in grace too. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. in a case like this, I don't, I don't know if dudes really even paid for that. You know, I don't even I don't, in, in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? He's not contrite to me. Yeah, you I know mean, what I'm like, saying? He's it's not, like, to not me, sorry. You know, okay, maybe next season. You know, when you haven't played at all, and you realize what you're missing, even though with his money, he probably, probably don't. He'll yeah, okay. he'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? But I think, you know, for me, nah, man, I, I'll deal with somebody a little less talented than you are. You know, than to have you on my team and knowing what I stand for. Like, cause man, that could have been my daughter, my sister. You know, that's the way I look at it. And I'm like, man, and you ain't even contrite about it. Nah, bro. So Jerry Jones, though, I mean, Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones, though. Jerry Jones is a smart guy, businessman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I guess he knows what he's doing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just don't like it, man. And I think, going back to what Soldier said from a leadership point of view, that, that's my thing, man. Like, whether the athletes want to admit it or not, on a um, collegiate level 
or NFL level, you're in front of people, man. You're on TV every day. Kids are watching you. You know what I'm saying? Like you are a role model. Yeah, what people you want aspire to, to be like you. You know, even older people. You know what I'm saying? They're watching you, man. You're making millions of dollars. You know, that's coming from people, <laughs> you know, paying for tickets and stuff like that. I think the consequence should be severe and the responsibility should be severe. Like you said, not that the guy at McDonald's making double cheeseburgers is not important, but if he hits his girlfriend, you know, who who really knows, you know what I'm saying? And this dude, you know, it's like, it's, they're both bad, but like, you should know a whole lot better, you know? Like you're in front of everybody, the world, you know, you're just like promoting it, you know? I have a problem with that, man. Hmm. In answer to your question, Rod, I don't necessarily think that there's a, a, a difference specifically. But from a business point of view, you can't you can't release really dude. Not this year, at least. Just because you've already invested the time, you went out and got him after all the allegations came out. But the only did, difference now is only, pictures. They only signed him for a one-year one deal. Right. And it was very minimal. It very, very much is... He's almost getting paid week by week. You know what I'm he saying? Is. You know, just in, just in case anything came out or anything happened. Um, but, you know, that was that was my point. Just, like, what's the difference between this situation now, and Ray Rice? Let me ask you this, though. If he did get released, what is it, the Players Association? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would back him? Of course they would. They, 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 they have an obligation, they, they have to, obligation to back him. You know, so they may not want yeah, to. Yeah, you may not personally want to, but then you That's have to. That's where stuff gets sticky. Yeah. Because the president can feel like, you know, you're a disgusting human being. You know, I don't want to represent yeah. you, but, you know, you signed that contract and I have to. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's like, hey. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we on this show, we don't advocate violence. Not at all, man. <laughs> Never. Yeah. yeah, I don't get down with that. You know, I don't nah. care if it's a dude getting beat or a woman yeah. getting beat. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't cool. But I, I am a little more biased towards big, grown NFL players hitting on ladies or any grown men hitting on a weaker vessel. That's super whack to me, and I don't, you know, I don't get down with that. I don't respect that. Which is perfect, perfect segue to our second topic, actually. Uh, talking about you know bigger grown individuals putting their hands on um, weaker individuals. We was like talking as uh, some brothers this week the difference, and um, I think we've seen it. It's went viral. It's been all over the news too. Uh, they nicknamed him Officer Slam. Uh, the police officer, what was that? South Carolina. South Carolina, was it? And, like, I guess there was a story behind it. Like, the, the young lady, she had been on her phone, and she had previously been a disruption in the class. And so I guess they had... Was he campus police, or was he... Yeah, I believe he was yeah. campus police. He was campus police. I believe he was, like, the third person called, though. Right. So the teacher asked him to leave, asked her to leave. Then they called administration. From what I, was, what I read, she still wouldn't leave. Yeah, and so then it got to that level where they had to call. That's so when it got. It was bad. more to the video than what we saw, but still, yeah, if we're going off of the video uh, for face value, this this man. Y'all seen the video? Yeah, yeah. This man grabs this this little girl around the neck, chokes her out, pulls her up, slams her on the ground. I mean, the whole entire desk flies up like like a rag dog. Bro. It was the definition of excessive force. The, the, the sheer definition of excessive force and this girl she couldn't weigh more than 98 pounds dripping wet man like she's small and 
the dude is like handcuffing her, like treating her like she's like the most hardened criminal, right. trying to resist arrest. Big shit, You something. know what I'm saying? It's it was it was disgusting to watch, and we were comparing that to, I guess, the outrage over that. And then the other video that went viral from these kids in um, Chicago. Chicago. And a substitute teacher. <laughs> that was a substitute teacher. I thought it was, it was a, a no, it was a substitute. Yeah. That was a substitute teacher. It was yeah. a sub, bro. Jesus, oh my God! That's acting like they were picking up dead skin and throwing them at. And her. you know, we didn't talk about this one. I'm gonna add a third one. I don't know if y'all seen this one. There was a guy substitute with the two boys. That the, you know the boy slammed him and he hit his no. head. No, I didn't see. see you oh, looking oh, at a whole. This stuff um, is getting out of control. White teacher, you talking about? Now, this is a black dude, bro. Oh, um, this a student obviously slammed him on the floor. Bro, and the dude blacked out, had a concussion. You know what I'm saying? Subbing. Well, I missed that video. Yeah, that was a whole different one. But then it, there's another. Dead. There's another video um, that just was released earlier this week. It was a white teacher with two white students. Wow. No, nobody was called, and somebody's sitting back there in the back of the class recording. He's telling the two young men to get out of his classroom, and they're like standing in the doorway, telling him, "No, they're not going to leave. They're turning the lights on and off. Nobody's called." Nobody, nobody's called to say, hey, I need assistance, which he did because they were two teenage boys. They weren't necessarily bigger than him. They were but, still two teenage boys. Yeah, there were still two teenage boys that were disrupting the class. Why was nobody called to this situation? Why was nobody slammed or choked out? Mm. But there's a young black girl sitting down. Not she, she didn't get up and get in the officer's face or anything. She, she was sitting there. Yeah, she was still on the phone or whatever, but she's sitting there, and he picks her up off the desk, slams on the floor, drags her across the room. Right. I, there's something wrong with that. There got to be something wrong with that. There's no justification for that, man. And, and I, I believe he was, what, dismissed? Yeah, he was yeah, dismissed. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, and if he wasn't, you know, the whole, the whole county probably would have been known. No, because they had students at that same school to do a walkout because he got let go. Really? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't see that? I didn't no. see that. There was actually students that bring back officer, whatever his name was. They were wearing shirts, and some of the students actually walked out of the school, formed a peaceful protest in 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 reference to this dude being let they go. They thought off that was job. okay. But it, but the reason the reason we all know that he was named a nickname Officer Slam or whatever. What disturbed me, if you look at everybody else in that video, nobody else moved. No other student moved. No well, teacher. Moved. It could have been a number of things. Though. You're right. They they probably didn't like the. It could have been a you know that student nobody likes. True. You know what I'm saying? And, and students are cruel, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're cruel and. Sometimes maybe they thought that was a good thing. I mean, cameras is always wrong. Yeah, yeah but that 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 I, I understand that, Earl. But but I I still think that's that's it's it's just something wrong to me. It's wrong that, that no <laughs> that nobody moved. It's wrong, bro. That nobody nobody said, "Hey, that's success." No yeah. teacher said, "Hey, that's success." Now that's what I had the problem with the adult. Cause I, I'm as a child, I'm like, hey. You know, you ain't all right. You get her out, but you ain't got to do all that, bro. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter really how disrespectful they were, unless there was a case where that person had a weapon, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, officer. At that point, you do what you got to do. If I didn't do it myself, right? You know what I'm saying? But like, now she's sitting in her chair. You know what I'm saying? It's a female. You're clearly bigger and stronger than she is. And I didn't even realize it was a female until I read some of the comments. Yeah, yeah. behind it. I mean, even if. And I understand, because remember, I'm telling you, like, younger kids do it, too. They have this thing where 
they're not gonna move. Yeah. And what I'm gonna talk about later is the position that puts teachers in. But for that officer, like it's you could have did a few things. I'm not an officer. I don't know all the rules. But I'm like, even right. if you had to grab her by her hand or something and try to help her get up. Now at that point, she would have fought you. Y'all believe you're trained to do restraints or whatever. Right. You could have got her out. But this dude physically, he pretty much WWE her, bro. Like I mean, took her by the neck. I mean, bro. it was. Oh man, it, it's I don't even like looking at it. You know, yeah, it, it was it was disgusting to watch, and it was like I said before the sheer example of excessive force. But how, how do we compare that to those kids inside Chicago terrorizing this substitute teacher, bro? I mean, completely disrespectful, holding the desk over this teacher's head. She's asking for someone to please get security. She's terrified. And these kids is cussing her out, just doing all type of diff- disgusting things to her. I, w- I wanted one of them to get slammed. <laughs> yeah, I, and that, I think I see that comment on every line. Where is Yeah, where he at in this school? Because he right. needed to be yeah. here. I mean, because they were, that was out of control. Now, that's my thing. If she was doing that, if she was holding a desk over that teacher's head. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, threatening, threatening her, you know, hey, you know, you out of control. Now, I'm a, just to go back a little bit. Now, again, I'm not condoning what he did at all. But to as students, man, we got to teach our kids or they just need to listen. Don't let stuff even get that far. Right. If you actually get off of your phone like three or four times. And Nike, then, just do it. And yeah. then you're not going to leave. You know, you're you're really trying to, you're, you're inviting that stuff to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't right. He was wrong for slamming her like that. But at the end of the day, too, you should have just got up off of your phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? If a teacher actks you to leave, but the authority... The respect level is like declined so well, much, man. It's a different generation of, of, yeah. of kids, man. Like nobody, you, nobody else in both in both videos. The bystanders, the recorders, nobody stood up and did anything. Person, did anything yeah, that was in need of help. And I had more of a problem with that one with the sub because it was a dude as a ringleader, so it made it even worse. Like, right. It was even worse. Now, the girls were out of line, too. Because they were laughing and chuckling yeah, the whole but time. but for a young man in high school, you, you practically almost grown. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you see this little lady is clearly frightened out of her mind. Yeah. That, it made me so mad I had to start watching it the first time. Right. That's how it makes you feel. I wanted, to, I wanted to go to school with a chip on my shoulder. Like, I wish <laughs> would. I'm in elementary, though, so I don't really have to worry about that. He too said, I wish somebody I would. I wish somebody would. But the, the position it puts teachers in nowadays, man, we got to have some. Something some are gonna have to change because in these high schools, bro, I've told plenty of people I'm not teaching high school. I'm just not doing it. Well, I mean, like you saw the video where the teacher gets up and pulls his belt off because the kids yeah. were fighting in his classroom, right. <laughs> and he starts putting putting them them hands on them. Yeah. I mean, and I watched one where a teacher was about to get with a student. Big bad boy outside. Yo, have you seen the lady teacher, the lady substitute teacher? Yo, well, she actually. Yeah, yeah where they go head to head. Oh, I missed that yeah. too. Yeah. But the one outside, he called the dude outside and everything. Somebody was videoing. <laughs> he was like, man, go ahead and start it. I end it for you, man. It was a big, and he was an older high school kid. He might have been a junior or senior. The dude, you know, he was running his mouth a lot, but I think he kind of figured, all right, this dude ain't playing no games. Like, yeah. Right. Like, he will probably really hurt me. So, so with seeing these videos, what is, what is the responsibility of us as parents? When we see these videos, what do you tell your children? You know, first of all, I think that behavior starts at home. It has to. I'm going to tell you something. Growing up, I would go to school and do like stuff like cussing stuff. But 
my behavior at home wasn't far like as far as like I didn't act up at my house right like act out of control like that right most kids that act out of control like that at home they do it at school you know what I'm saying and it's always a problem but I've never really seen where like somebody is a straight up Christian at home in a Christian home or just not Christian just discipline you know what I'm right. saying and they go to school and they're like a total different being Normally that behavior is kind of shown before, mm-hmm. so it's like, man, if you having that problem at home, you need to take some steps at home first too, before they get over to the school with these teachers, you know, for before Officer Slam get a hold of them. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a responsibility, of course. Of course, you teach your children, you know, respect authority, respect your teachers, and things like that. But because because of social media, because of the, I, I don't want to say the generation. But you have to say it like that because we're we're taught, you know what I'm saying, and what we see, it's like, you know, almost because the parents, we don't have the respect for authority. Right. The children are not going to have it either. You know what I'm saying? And and that goes back to, you know, a lot of the past subjects that we talked about with police brutality and things like that. You know, it's hard. It's, it's it's pretty much hard to, you know, say, hey, I can give that level of respect to you because you're going right. to give the same level of respect to me as as an authority, as an officer of the law, as a peacekeeper. You're going to give me that same respect because a lot of times what we've been force fed through social media, we don't see. So, you know, when you when your kids hear you cussing out the police or a teacher or a teacher, you know, they're going to think that it's OK. Because mom and dad do it. And there's no consequences. Exactly. Because I really don't feel like that girl on her phone, that she really felt there was going to be any consequences to her actions. Because if you knew this type of officer, what he was capable of, was about to come and manhandle me, you're not about to do sit there and and take it like that. But in her mind... They look like that. Yeah, in her mind... There was going to be no consequences. There hadn't been so far. The same with them kids in Chicago. There was not going to be any consequences to the way they were acting. So they were going to continue to act a dog fool and just get away with it. But there has to be a level of balance, though, between how we react to disrespect and um, how we measure what's excessive and what's not. Like... We can easily sit sit back and say, okay, um, this officer slam went too far, and there was nobody who took care of these kids like that. But if he would have slammed them kids, like he would have busted in the classroom with a substitute teacher and grabbed one of them kids, you still would have had a handful yeah. of people saying it was excessive. It, it was wrong. Considered wrong. You feel me? It's like I would have felt like you they needed it, you know. But yeah, right, right. Especially with them being black kids and being a white officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, a white officer came in and abusing black kids. They still would have cried foul. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, what I was getting to, too, with that sub, man, like, you know, thank God for KSD, we don't hear about that stuff so much. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think I really heard about that too much at all. But, like, we got to do something in these school districts, man. Like, I don't know if they need to up their security or what, but. You ain't gonna have no substitutes in a minute. You know what I'm saying? For one, and then two, what you gonna do when these teachers that are human in these high schools start defending themselves? You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like I said, I've, I've already expressed I don't really, I don't dig the high school scene because of the level of disrespect. And I don't even want to put myself in a predicament to where, you know, your big grown looking son is probably bigger than I am. You know what I'm saying? Think he gonna tower over me and do what he want to do. It's not about to happen. So, but I mean, thank God for the people who had that patience and they, you know, can do that. But we got, it starts at home, man. It starts at the house. But something got to be done to protect these teachers, man. So does that fall back on the administration too? Everybody plays a part in it, man. Everybody has a hand in it. And I mean, and that's where you say you need a community. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because if, if, if we as parents, you know, you say, you know, you, you demand of your child, like, Hey, you ain't going to be acting a fool at school. Cause just imagine like you turn on the internet and this, you see your child acting like this in class. We finna have a problem. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a serious problem. So what should the school have done with the substitute teacher? Once that video got out, went viral, what's the level of discipline? Bro, those, that's like criminal. Yeah, those kids, mean, should, those kids should be expelled from school. Like, from that school. Yeah. I, in my opinion, if I'm the principal and I didn't see that and I, I turn around and see this video, I'm kicking you out of this school. I think it, I mean, I know most of them have um, alternative uh, programs. Like, that's juvenile time to me. Like boot camp Straight up Like you go there For at least I don't know if it's a week Or a month Or whatever But I think that That kind of behavior Cause that's Cause it shows yeah, You had bro, no discipline You have no discipline No discipline If you wanna come back To this district Like you will go Through a boot camp program hmm. You know and Like but, I said I mean Like we said it's, it's it, Everybody plays a part And then man, too, you're, As an administrator You know your school exactly. Better than anybody now you, you know, yeah, you should. Now you know them kids act a fool in your school, right? Why is nobody circling around? You yeah, know, what saying? And she kept on calling for security. <laughs> she kept calling, bro. And where was security? Like, like that's, that's, that's what made me way, so bro. angry. It was yeah. like she's like, can someone please get? And that's what also got me too. The, the other kids in the classroom who were bystanders who wasn't really involved in like the yeah. bad behavior. Nobody no did nothing. Because you could have left and got somebody. God, they did like absolutely you, bro, nothing. That class would have been left by themselves. Yeah. Because I would have pulled my cell phone out, exactly. recorded this, and like, hey, I'm leaving. So now you and you know why I left. So yeah. you get mad all you want to. You can show the administration right. this video. <laughs> right. You see exactly why I left. Because it's either me leave, me leave, or I'm about to whoop some behind. Right. You know, so. <laughs> Be in a class with Bebe's kids. You yeah, know what I'm saying, real, bro? Come on. Like I said, you you have behavior problems like with elementary kids sometimes. Like they have anger issues. But it can kind of be dealt with, you know what I'm saying? But like, man, that level, that you feel like you gotta defend yourself, you know? Right. And I, I refuse to be put in that position. Yeah, and that's the thing about it, man. It's careers just careers and everything, man. Yeah, I mean this this poor woman is probably shaking from returning to any school. You know what I'm saying? Not just this school, because I'm pretty sure next time they try to call her for that school, she probably gonna hang up as soon as she hit it. No. Hey, was was crazy though. No. The dude I was telling you about they got slammed. He said he would go back to that school. Really? <laughs> I was like, you crazy. <laughs> he like, it, he was a, sound like an African dude. He was like, yeah, my head hurts so bad. My back hurts so bad. Like, he don't even remember what happened. Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, nah, bro. But see, I, and I think a lot of more, a lot more videos uh, of these situations are surfacing. So it's, it's a problem. But like I said, it's that it's a lack of discipline and a lack of training at home because there's not a time I can remember in my 12 years of school that I felt like bucking up against a teacher. Never. I don't care how mad I got. I don't care how mad the teacher made me. 
there's no point where I was like, okay, I'm finna whoop this teacher. And I, and I think <laughs> I think that, I think the kids nowadays carry a bravado like that. Like yeah. basically, like hey. if you tell me, if you tell me something I don't like, okay, I'm gonna step up to you. And what happens, man? You always almost have to come off rude with the students now. Like from the jump, like like, I like, like you almost have to just be mean, you know what I'm saying? And like yeah. even if that's not your character, you almost just have to like so they know that you know he that he's not playing around, you right. know what I'm saying? So you got to know who you're dealing with, and when you picking schools to sub at and teach at, you better kind of look at the demographics, man, and like make sure you can handle look it. at the kind of students you're dealing with, you know. Some of these areas and the school I teach at, you know, is considered, you know, that, you know, lower or whatever. And then some of these other schools, you have to talk to some of them kids a little different, you know, to what they can relate to. So what they understand because their mom probably talks to them like that at home. So they know that their mom would get into them. Now, you limited on your words, you know, but you still got to have that attitude of, look, man. (laughs) Yeah, not in here either. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But if they see that weakness, man. Like that lady, they clearly saw that they could. Push it uh, to they, the limit. they ate her up, bro. I felt so bad. I wanted to jump through that screen. Okay, and my last point is, um, and I know I talked to Soldier about this earlier this week. Um, on the situation with those two main videos that we talked about, um, with the officer slamming the kids and then the kids kind of acting up, the only reason that you know, due to social media, they're gonna compare those two videos. You see why the officer did this because of this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's two totally different situations. It is. Completely. You know, it's two totally, totally different situations. No justification for the other. Exactly. But then you're going to have people to say, oh, well, this is why he slandered. Yeah. Because these kids over here in a totally different state, you see, these are how black kids act. Even I'm being a little biased. <laughs> yeah. If he would have came in that room and slandered them girls, I probably still would have felt a little like, all right. But like that dude... I wish he would have came in here and speared him. Right. Straight up. Because you have, like, no respect for women at all. Right. Now, I would have felt with the girl thing, I'd probably be like, yeah, have to slam her like that. But, huh. Yeah, so. They're going to get compared, though. Yeah. Well, hey. When there's really not a comparison. Not at all. No. To be made, to be honest. You got somebody. The girl didn't pull out a weapon. I didn't hear the audio. She, no. she clearly probably just wasn't getting up. Yeah, she just wasn't getting up. I mean, I, you could even just took her desk out. That's what they do, little kids. Just drag her desk out. You know, good job. And it's like when he was talking to her, he didn't give her a, a chance to really comply. It was like he already knew what he was gonna do. Get up. There. And then like a second later, he's already grabbing you. It's like if I wanted and to get up, I couldn't even what? got up. And like I was saying earlier, she may have been a you know a, a trouble student. With a reputation, he probably already in his mind. Uh, I'm going. To, I'm going to see her. I already know. You know what I'm saying? And the students probably felt the same. I looked at that video, man. A lot of them had their heads just down. You know, so. they was embarrassed. Yeah, could have been fear, embarrassment. So y'all drop comments below. And Shout out to the teachers, man. Yeah, y'all have much work to Respect. do. Yeah. Respect. You know, it's not easy what you do. Definitely respect And I mean I've taught in the school district As a substitute teacher For years And I've never Encountered anything like that Now mind you I've had a couple kids I've I've had to Kind of talk down Because they wanted to Buck up a little bit But they never got To the point where That I was You know 
I felt that my life was in danger. No, man. I was and terrified. That, that is the only way in my my mind you justified him defending yourself. But I'm the same way, bro. I have to talk to some of the middle school kids, you know, a little more rougher. But in my mind, I, I love them and care for them, man. I would never want to hurt them like they were grown people, you know. And, I, and the only time I feel like you justified is if, you know, your life is in danger. Like, like they have a weapon or something and, you you know, you have to do what you got to do. You know, but, oh, man. That goes both ways. It does. Well, so y'all chop it up with us. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Drop those comments, man. You know, got an out of line for this week. Well, we do. Um, we gonna get ready to wrap it up, but um, and we was kind of on the fence about the out of line king for this one because it kind of hurts my heart to say it, <laughs> just for the fact that I got so much love and respect for dude to support his ministry and followed him for years. And me and Earl were talking about it, you know, earlier this week, and me and Rod were doing the same thing earlier today. Uh, and he's kind of been all over the social media too with people dropping their opinions about this that and the third but we gonna go ahead and get that line king you know to Andy Minio <laughs> just for the simple fact of uh, a definite blown opportunity and I want to preface this by saying this um, if you ain't watched the interview I'm gonna go I'm gonna play the little clip right now so you can kind of get caught up so hold up Andy Minio Pretty cool sound, Rosanna. It's somewhat reminiscent of uh, one of my favorites, Daft Punk. Yeah, and I like him because also he's a New Yorker. Yeah, he's not from France like no, Daft Punk. Yeah, he's a... <laughs> Washington he's, Heights. He's yeah. got a new album out. It's called Uncomfortable, and I really am excited because he's performing Friday at Irving Plaza. Right. Andy Minio, everybody. How you doing, man? Very good. Thanks for having me, man. So, Appreciate it. tell us about the new album. The new album, Uncomfortable, uh, just came out. I'm on tour, touring it right now. Uncomfortable tour. Uh, you know, I hit number one independent album in the country. Wow. Wow. Number eight on Billboard uh, Top 200, so it's doing well, and we're just having fun with it. Greg's looking at your hoodie, your hat. Yeah, 116. That's my that's my team. 116. Yes, 116 right here. What team is that? Uh, uh, maybe, my team. Okay, maybe we should find out off off camera For about sure. that. There's a story there. there is. All right, wait. Well, hey, by the way, this talk box guy. Yeah. He reminds me Greg's of that dude from um, beast. the Daft Punk thing. Yeah. What's it gonna be? What are you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna do a record for my new album called Now I Know. Okay. About and getting older and, and realizing some things. Oh, interesting, yeah. Andy. Boom, there it is. All right. Wow. So you can kind of see the missed wow. opportunity uh, that he had to. Uh, I didn't say that he had even gone there and shared a gospel like that, <laughs> so to speak. It wasn't necessarily that type of opportunity. But I mean, for you just to say that's my team. Um, that's a definite blown opportunity to. To be I think unashamed. <laughs> the part that got me was like he was kind of like caught off guard, like like one of the things. Like why, why are you asking me about my hat? Yeah, you know, it's like I would like for him to explain himself if he hasn't. I haven't heard. I, uh, you know, maybe something distracted him. Maybe somebody's yeah. you know, like Buki or you know <laughs> somebody. Yeah, you know, maybe it was something that you know we're not seeing, but I think. You know, like you said, nobody was asking him to preach an hour sermon and take an offering and prophesy to nobody. She's asking about his hat. Yeah, just represent. Because, I mean, we it's rare we get those stages like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't blow it, you know? Right. I mean, and I think that it's come to a head just for the fact that it's been a pattern. 
Yeah. I guess with some of these artists. Yeah, that they've consistently tried to distance themselves. And I get not wanting to be boxed in. I understand that from the optics point of view. You were there on a secular news station dropping the song that you did from your album and you don't want to just be boxed in as like this quote unquote Christian rapper I get that you've made that very clear but for you to completely duck the question and just make it seem like 116 only stood for your team it's way more than that. It's supposed to be a movement, and it stems from it's Romans one sixteen. Right for those who don't know, that's talking about yeah, being ashamed, unashamed. unashamed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so reach records and write that scripture. Right? Yeah, they didn't make that. Make so, that. And, and that's the. I think that's the biggest. You know, thing. It's like, well, why? You know, why, who are you really? Then, but why wear the hat? Yeah, true. It's like you, you ain't gotta wear the hat. You could have wore something different, and then not. That'd be one thing if they was like, "Well, tell me about the one one six movement out of right. nowhere," and you know, like you didn't want to get into it from there. But right. you, you, you advertising one one six this mer- merchandise, and yet you fall back when it comes to and, any explanation. And yeah, for and, and, it. and I don't even think it was a big explanation. It was just like, "Tell us what it is," you know. Yeah. And that's and I think that's where the news host was coming from because she generally yeah. didn't know. Right. You know, she was said, just like one one. Said, that's my favorite Bible verse. <laughs> Anything, Bo. Who are everybody? A lot of people have a favorite Bible verse. You know, they don't even live out the Bible. Yeah. You know, but but my thing is, um, <laughs> yeah, right? Is it really? Is it really? Is it really boxing yourself in to say you are a Christian artist? Because, dude, they, I mean, they have flow. They have creativity. They have, you know, dope production. So it doesn't matter. They get respect across the board. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of, you know, what they're preaching or through their message, they get respect just because they're good at what they do. So why, why, why try to say no I'm not that you know what I'm saying why well, say no I'm you know because you say you are a Christian you say you're part of the fellowship of the unashamed I I mean it, it baffles me you see I'm kind of at a loss for words like well for so many years Christian the, the, the Christian hip hop movement was considered to be so corny but that's the thing they're not corny oh well, well see not anymore but so I guess that that stereotype from the hip hop point of view hasn't changed yeah. like from the hip hop community the subgenre of Christian hip hop is still as corny. It's okay, a, a knockoff. They kind of want to separate themselves. It's, it's from exactly. It. So they're like saying, we're not going to be associated with what you think is what we represent. True. Yes, our, our art is influenced by our faith. Yes, but our art is upper echelon. Like, our, our art is ab- above, you know what I'm saying, what you think is Christian rap, which I've got no problem with that. You, you working hard and developing your craft. But don't try to get love. Consistently, why are you at the Dove Awards? You feel me? Like Snoop and and, and you know what I'm saying uh, Kendrick Lamar and Ti not going to the Dove Awards. You feel me? Like you are the definition of straddling the fence. Like you can't necessarily rule the blog sites for Christian articles when you're not. A Christian artist, according to your own definition of what a Christian artist is, you know what I'm saying. And stuff has changed because even local Christian artists, who I would call them local Christian rappers, are talented in half of the mess that I hear, you know, on radio or on TV. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not just take that moment to, you know, big Christ up, big your God up, 
and, and, if you that understand. And I definitely don't want to like come off like we throwing stones at dude because I'm not in this position. No, I like him. I, I have no idea what it feels like to be in that, in that spotlight right. where you're um, scrutinized and judged on every interview, mm-hmm. everything that you were in the public about, and you're carefully trying to weigh the balance between your your way of making money, right? <laughs> yeah, consistently. Putting food inside, you know, I'm saying your family's mouth, as well as being a minister of the gospel. And you're right, I feel God. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but uh, seriously, because you're always in a position, like no matter what you do, where somebody's gonna say you didn't do enough, Mm -hmm. or somebody no matter what, or somebody say you're doing too much. But this particular incident, to me, you know, that was just a little out of line. That that's that was enough to do just enough. The perfect amount, you know. So we, I can, we all can agree, it's a blown missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. missed opportunity. You fumbled the ball. Which I wonder if, if he had it back, if he would handle it different. Yeah. Or, I next, think he or would. just next time when you do, yeah. when you do it different. Yeah. Still so, love you though, man. Yeah, but you, sir. But love don't exempt you from the out of line king. <laughs> we deem you out of line king for the week. Hit that note again, right? We, sir, do deem you out of line king for the week. He did a little out of line king. Out of line. There's definitely grace, though. There's, there's definitely yay, grace. Yay. We still love dude. Appreciate his music. Appreciate your ministry, man. Praying for him, man, because. We know it's rough out there. The uh, the spotlight that you in is not an easy one to to, to exist in. I don't like living in this kind of Little J Hub, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. You, you gonna get that Lion King next? Oh my God! Yeah, so I know y'all like that, Jason. <laughs> words of wisdom. Oh, words of wisdom. Same every week. Well, it's the same every week. I'm trying to figure out we gonna add to the words of wisdom. Yeah, we should one day. We should definitely add to it. Hey, definitely no sex before marriage. No drinking and driving. Stay in school. Stay in school. Yeah. Keep your hands to yourself. Use deodorant. Oh, ooh, that's a big one. That, 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 that's hey, it's getting cold out here. Keep you some lotion, some uh, <laughs> cocoa butter. Some I, keep cocoa, I keep cocoa lard, butter in my lard, bag. Lard, 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 yeah. Crisco. Right, whatever you do, that. don't be walking around looking gray. In between your fingers, you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, they all dry and ashy. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, those of you that are participating in No Shave November, this is a public service announcement. <laughs> That is for men only. <laughs> for your face. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Oh, that is for men only. Oh, Women, you are exempt from the No Shave November challenge. Oh, 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 woolly man. <laughs> Yeah. All right, y'all, let's get up out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. Peace. Peace. We love you guys.